jasmine, oolong, green, and white. Long ago, these four teas were skillfully brewed at the Blissful Brew. Then, everything changed when the shop's popularity threatened its existence. All Mr. Okoron, the shop's owner and tea master, could do was to recruit four teenage orphans to learn his trade and staff his shop. A year has passed since the orphans were hired, and although their skills have progressed, they still have a lot to learn before they can brew anything. But I believe that they have the potential to make the Blissful Brew the greatest tea shop in the world. Welcome back, everybody. Can you believe it? It's season three of our Avatar Legends podcast titled Benders and Brews, in, in case you missed that part. Uh, I am here. It's a, it's complete. Everything's different. Everything's different since like the last time we recorded. I feel like we have a whole different podcast set up. Uh, we've got all the same mic, which is exciting for me, Skylar, as the person that has to edit all this. The characters are the same. I think that's important to establish. We're all still playing the same characters. I'm still the game master. I don't know. We might be changed on you, the inside. Uh, well, let's hope that we're changed <laughs> on the inside. That's for sure. Fantastic. Awesome. So, um, as you should have heard, if you checked out the announcement that we posted recently, season three is going to be the finale season for Benders and Brews. I know it's sad. It's exciting. You know, a lot of emotions flying around. Um, there's just a lot going on and we got to close out this storyline. Um, that doesn't mean anything's going to happen to Session Zero Heroes. It's just we're going to focus on other shows. Um, and, you know, hopefully we'll have a chance to get back into Avatar Legends at some point in the future, maybe do some one shots with some of the characters. We'll see what happens. But for whatever the case right now, the plan is to close out with season three. So let's kick things off. We're at Episode zero, we're going to do a little bit of like character uh, development, some level ups, things along those lines, things that we don't do at the end of every episode that maybe is my own fault for not doing, um, but that's okay. So first of all, start with introductions like we always do. With me today, we got, again, all the four main ones. Uh, let's have everybody introduce themselves and their character. Dave, you want to kick things off? Uh, Dave here playing Guohan, who is uh, an earthbender playing the adamant class mm. and he is uh short wide and full of pride <laughs> this is like my favorite quote from from your character awesome so thank you dave for introducing yourself and your character next up we got michaela hi um i play mika and she's a emotional teenage girl i guess that she is, that she is. And she waterbends on the side. Oh yeah, sorry. The emotional thing, that's like her her main her main area. So awesome, fantastic. Next up we got Connor. Hello, I'm Broccoli, the earthbender, son of the cabbage farmer hammer class. Also borderline sociopathic, but we're, we're dealing with that. It is entirely possible. All right, and then right next to Connor, we've got Cameron. Cameron, give us your, your intro for the episode zero of season three. Hi, I'm Cameron. I'm playing Bill Dor. Bill Dor is young, dumb, and full of, you know, <laughs> winky face. Did you, do, did you do this one last time? No, I mean, I did. It's <laughs> easy to do that. No, 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 no. It's probably in Criminals of Island Numis. No, it sounds think very about. familiar to a bit I've done before. <laughs> I think it fits Bill Dor. Oh, boy. Uh, all right. So 
you guys, uh, at the end of season two, and, and if you are trying to remember what all had happened by the end of season two, or if you haven't listened to season two, you should definitely go do that. And if you haven't listened to season one, you should definitely go do that first and foremost. Season one, season two, and then what we're doing right now, which is season three, right? But if you have listened to it and you just want to get a recap, uh, we will have posted one of those, which would have come before this episode. So definitely go check that out. But bottom line, when we left things off, you guys were in sort of this big treasure hunt that Mr. Okaron had left behind for you to do in order to get the uh, paperwork, the title, there we go, for the... Uh, Blissful Brew Tea Shop, like ownership, right? You guys were going to get that so that it didn't go to uh, Madam Yang. It didn't go up for auction and then she would buy you out because there's, it, you know, she's a millionaire in this world. Sure. We'll go with that. Um, whatever the case, you guys had done two of the proverbial challenges. And along that way, you guys had uh, experienced a lot, even though it was a short series of, of days. And we're not obviously jumping into the episode right now. This is just episode zero. This isn't like jumping back into the story. That'll be episode one. But we do have growth that everybody has gone through. So what I want to do is go through each person and uh, ask you guys your growth questions. And then we'll also ask each of you um, the three questions that I'm going to ask for all of you, right? You all have specific questions to be asked, and then you all have uh, the set of questions that I ask for everybody. And so uh, that'll determine whether you guys level up. That's kind of the level up system that they created for Avatar Legends. Uh, you each have your own question, and every time you do something that kind of fills in that question, you gain an experience point. Those experience points go towards leveling up, which gives you new abilities, which gives you new uh, stronger powers, et cetera, et cetera. So, We'll start off with uh, the first ones I've got on my list is Bill. So we'll start with Bill, if that's cool with you, Cameron. Sure. Okay, cool. So, Bill, uh, your specific growth question, like specific to you, is did you pursue a desire or goal that was your own outside of protecting others since you are playing the uh, Guardian? Who is your who is your current ward, by the way? Guohan. Guohan? Okay, yeah. awesome. So doesn't matter. I guess I, I just wanted to like establish that beforehand, but whatever the case, um, did you pursue a goal or a desire that was your own and it was outside of protecting others? Do you feel like you, you did this in season two at some point or multiple times in season two? So in the first season, I know I didn't because I just did everything Mr. Okron told me to do and never right. had an individual, a unique thought to myself. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, but in season two, you, I would say yes. Sure. Because Bill is the most, out of everyone in this group, the most adamant at finding this will and mm -hmm. leading everyone further along it. Yeah. I do remember that one village we were in with the fish people, the Shishu guy. Shui, or Shui, Shui. I remember Bill kept wanting to just leave and go on the ship and just yeah, that's ditch true. that. Just and you so kind of did at one point. Like yeah. at the end there, you were like, just, screw it. Yeah, I'm just going to. Like when we finished everything, I just went straight to the boat and mm -hmm. got everything ready because... Bill is kind of done waiting for everyone and he's just like, oh, this is my current goal and I want to do it. So I guess through that is Bill doing stuff on his own finally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, are there multiple like situations? I, I mean, normally you would do this at the end of every episode. Yeah. And can I we, think of anything else where he's done that? Yeah. Yeah. I know he was doing a lot of leading back on the island as well with the pirates. Sure. Yep. Especially because you were familiar and with I the pirates, which kind of helped. He also led the escape plan as well to get away from the pirates because he knew the pirates and how to get away from them because he had done it before. Yeah, definitely. With, uh, Okaron. Awesome. I think those are two other times he's really 
stepped up as a leader of the group. Yeah. Instead of just falling back and just kind of doing whatever the group wanted to do. No, I completely agree. Awesome. We took over my position in season one. Basically, we just swapped places. (laughs) That's too busy crying. Oh, man. You know, that's an emotional time for all of us, for sure. So awesome. Okay. And then, um, so mark those for experience points. And then I'll go through the same growth questions for each of you. Um, So it'll get a little bit repetitive, but also the answers are going to be different, obviously, for each person. So first question is, did you learn something challenging, exciting, or complicated about the world? I guess not really until we got to the very last village we're in right now. Yeah. Where we've you doubt you doubt where we've come hand in hand with or face to face rather with the Fire Nation take over. Okay. Which uh, knowing Bill and his backstory and his connection because he's from the Fire Nation formally. Yeah. It is very close to home. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, getting coming walking to a an Earth village and seeing Fire Nation everywhere. Absolutely. So that is. Definitely some like challenging and challenging complicated, and complicated yeah. element of the world that's thrown to Bill. So Absolutely. That that. Uh, here's probably a, a maybe an easier one. It kind of relates back to your personal growth question, which is, did you stop a dangerous threat or solve a community problem? The last one, I think we can all just establish right now. You all solved yeah, the, the community the problem in the whole case of the missing skills. So yeah. just everybody just mark that one and, now so that we don't have to just do also, that for everybody. I would say also to cover everyone as well. We stopped the threat and saved the community in that the very final episode of season two where we broke into that room and stole the maps and stuff. For, oh, yeah. The whole rescue the team squadron. Rescue yeah. team squadron and then burnt down the rest of their stuff that's in true. that room. So I think that's in our time we as a group. Yeah. So everybody mark that one as well. I didn't think I'd be able to just ask kind of as the group, but I mean, yeah, if anybody thinks of anything along the way outside of what, you know, Cameron might mention, uh, feel free to bring that up on your turn. So, um, and then finally, the last question for you, Bill, um, did you guide a character towards balance or end the session at your center when it comes to balance? No, no. Okay. Uh, I will say Bill has been noticing that, Brock has become more chaotic than he normally is being. Yeah. And Bill having been pretty close with Brock and knows how reckless Brock can be, especially from his one-on-one adventure with Brock. He knows Brock might need to be, you know, kept an eye on <laughs> led us down a better safer path oh okay guided be. there guided we go. is the great word here do you need to change your ward you can do See, that i was looking at that my connections and i have like two spots and it says bohan is my word they need me to protect them and have their back and then it said brock looks like they're more than capable without my help i'm glad they can take <laughs> care of themselves and as season two went on it seemed like Gohan <laughs> was more than capable for himself. Sure. He's a very crafty, scrappy little guy who can handle himself probably from what he learned at the carnival. Yeah. But then he feels like Brock Lee is just this ball of energy. And if he just gets his eye mind on the wrong thing, he's going to go the wrong direction. Sure. So I think I am going to be swapping my ward from. Absolutely. Gohan to Broccoli. And, and it's kind of a situation of like, you got to protect him from himself. Like you might not yeah. have to protect him like physically, like he's stronger and, and more intense and when it comes to the that's fight. What, but that's yeah. What I'm saying like Bill might be learning protecting people is more than just oh. physically protecting them. It's actually like 
guiding them towards a mentally better path. Sure. So definitely some, some interesting growth, both from your perspective, as well as like kind of a pathway that you're going to make for yourself going into the future. And maybe, yeah, maybe it's not an experience now, but it sounds like you're going to focus on that as something that you were hoping to gain experience from later on. So whatever the case, did that hit you at a yeah. level up point? Yeah. Especially I since like I didn't level up last season. Oh yeah. Did so, it get you two? No, no, just one. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, so one thing that I want to establish really quick before we go any further is that I'm going to, because this is, as far as we know, the last season, um, we're kind of coming up to the end of this arc. I want to give everybody their moment of balance, which is one of the options that you gain from uh, advancement. I'm going to do that for free. You don't have to use that as your experience in order to take that. I want to just have that opportunity for everybody to have that and to use that and to create that big moment for your character throughout the season. So with that in mind, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt or anything, but with that in mind, what did you choose to take with your I chose advancement? a ability from a different playbook. Mm -hmm. I believe it was the bold. I don't have it on me where I got it from. I believe okay. it was the bold. No, it's right. called not done yet. Not done and yet. And it's basically if I was to run out of fatigue and get knocked out in a fight, yeah. I can use not done yet. And then I'm guaranteed to get another turn Okay. and have one final move before nice. I get knocked down. I didn't hear no bell. Nice. Okay. I like it. Awesome. Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you so much, Cameron. Um, that'll be exciting to see. I like, I like that you really had that kind of direction that you want to take your character in and, and kind of give him a focus before we jump into season three. I think that'll be awesome. So um, jumping on to broccoli next. I like how I listed out everybody in order they are around the table. And then I did that beforehand. So like, I didn't know That's where you'd fantastic. be sitting. <laughs> um, all right. Brock. Yes. Your specific growth question is did you make progress towards your goal against your adversary and before we go too much further i want to establish normally uh your adversary would be one specific person um i'm gonna open it up a little bit more because of the story and where we're at so your adversary if i remember correctly is wang long general wang long from the fire nation yep because he you know imprisoned your or he attacked your village he destroyed it he imprisoned you and your family for a while like all this other stuff but i also want to add in that Madam Yang is also an option and kind of hot leaf juice in general yep. as uh, as an adversary, given what they did. A lot so, of coyote boars too. Because um, like with Chikra and when they were attacking the village in season one. Yeah, but that would be season one. Oh yeah, you're right. I mean, if you want to, uh, if you didn't get it last time, I'm not going to stop you from taking it, especially because you didn't even level up last time. I don't think I've leveled up an entire time this campaign. Yeah, so I would say, I would say, yeah, I'll allow that. The you wild coyote boars. either? Nope. Yeah, this will be this his, is this is base level broccoli. Base level with. broccoli doing all this crazy stuff that he's been doing, <laughs> jumping on a gator shark and stabbing it in the head. Yep. Um, whatever the case, yeah. So definitely take one for the wild coyote boars and that whole situation. And then moving into season two and everything that you did in there with what we said, do you do you feel like you made progress in your goal against either of those adversaries that I mentioned? I would imagine, yeah, towards Madam Yang. Yeah. Um, it's hard to remember what was in season one and what was in season two. <laughs> That's fair. Um, well, I guess season two started with our going on this adventure towards getting the getting the will. So I guess all of that Madam Yang hot leaf juice stuff was just in season one, wasn't it? For the most part, yeah. But 
you also have to keep in mind that, I mean, keep look at it from an open perspective of Madam Yang currently wants to take the tea shop. And I would say that your progress, and I'm not going to say every single time you guys find a piece of the map and the next clue and all this other stuff would count. But at the very least, you, when oh, actually, you haven't even gotten your kind of section of things just yet. I don't think so. Yeah, he hasn't addressed you quite yet. Um, but if we're counting any time that Brock has been the one to yeah, push yeah, us yeah, along, yeah. I would like to take credit at least for one when sure. we were trying to figure out the shway shway scale <laughs> by just hanging everybody upside down and shaking them around until something came something out. Something came out. And it gave you the clue. That's a fair point. And I say that let, let's do a quick look. One thing that I want to one thing that I want to point out as far as your adversary goes, because I definitely want that to be in there, yeah. um, but I think that'll come in the other questions. Okay. But for the adversary, at the very least, you did run into Wang Long at the very end of season two when you guys were at the rescue team squadron's old base. You broke in, you snuck in, you destroyed some documents there that he was after, mm. and then you escaped. Yeah. And I definitely think that that was at the very least some a step in the direction of of kind of swinging it to him. I'll basically. take that. Yeah. So definitely take that one. And then we'll go into the other stuff. And I definitely think that that the community problem specifically, uh, which will be the second question, that's going to be part of that. But we'll go to the first question first, which is, did you learn something challenging, exciting or complicated about the world? Well, I, I learned uh, something challenging, learned, had to learn about death. Oh, you know, had to learn about, you know, getting over the death of a loved one. I learned something exciting that uh, you can get into just about any business <laughs> yes. with a clipboard <laughs> and enough confidence. And claiming to be OSHA. And claiming to be OSHA. Yeah, <laughs> that's a fair point. Awesome. All right. Those are two solid. OK, so those are two good examples. Uh, jumping over to did you stop a dangerous threat or solve a community problem? We already talked about the community problems. We talked, uh, we've solved the, the sway sway scale. Yep. Um, the community problem. What what did we go into that factory building for? So you had been tasked with uh, Mayu Yinyu, who was the contact or friend of Mr. Okaran that he told you to find and turned out to be one of the leading members of Rescue Team Squadron. And to prove that you guys were not Fire Nation operatives or just generally like spies of some kind, uh, you guys had were tasked with sabotaging that factory. Right. So that wasn't really a community problem. Maybe not. I would say that did you stop a dangerous threat that was... A factory that was developing Fire Nation weaponry. I would say so, yeah. And then I would also point out that at the be almost beginning, what was it like episode two of season two? Uh, you specifically, well, actually, there were two points of this. One of them, you jumped onto the rock monster. Oh yeah, and you pulled the the crystal out of its head, which inevitably stopped it from causing any more destruction. So there was yeah. that. And then also in a very similar manner, jumping onto the back of the gator shark that the pirates were dealing with yep. and jamming spears into it uh, with kind of little sense of fear or self-protection. <laughs> but know. I digress. You did stop a dangerous threat in All both right. of those instances. Sweet. So I'd say that definitely works. And then last question. Did you guide a character towards balance or end the session at your center? 
Uh, I did not end the session at my center. Okay. <laughs> Strangely <laughs> enough. I think, uh, so just going going forward into the season three, the did you guide a character towards uh, balance? I know people have mentioned it before in like the Discord and stuff about um, maybe we use a bit more of the concept of calling other characters out. It's up to you guys, obviously, but that is an option. And I think that's kind of where that comes into play a little bit more. Uh, mm. Is there anything else that you can think of that I might have missed? I mean, I tried to make friends with the big guy on the pirate ship. It didn't really work. <laughs> it didn't really work, but you tried. I tried my darndest. And the, the first mate, the the older lady. Oh, yeah. What was her name? Um, Either I, I really pursued her or she really pursued me. I remember oh, it was a really one-sided thing. I do vaguely remember she that. That's true. You. Oh, no, no. I think it was the girl at the theater that pursued me, and then I pursued the pirate lady. Yes. Yes. Those didn't are both correct. either of them. Yeah, that's true. That's as far as we know, yeah. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> so, did you manage to advance based off any of that stuff? Uh, I would I, hope so, because you didn't advance after season one. Yeah, I did. I I've advanced on. I, w- I would say I've advanced. Okay. Do you think so. you got two? So I don't remember how many things that we list, but I each mean, time that you basically had an answer was a experience point. I mean, I'll, I'll take two. two. Or three. I think that was at least two. Yeah. So you get two different options from that list of options <laughs> for okay. advancement. Um, which one? And then on top of that, you'll get the uh, moment of balance, which you can use. It should be on your character sheet on there telling you how that gets used or what that kind of means for your specific playbook. But outside of that, do you have two things that you picked out from your advancement options? Yes, I am adding a plus one to my i guess i can't add it to passion because i would make it a plus three but i will take a plus one to my creativity okay and then so that i'm makes sure that's it a, an encouragement to bill like so, oh good he's he's moving in a creative direction well before he was destructive now he's creatively destructive yeah and now and my second one is i'm taking a uh, move from a move a, out of a another person's playbook. I'm going oh, into the Razor's okay. playbook. Okay. And I'm taking the winning is everything. <laughs> tell uh, me a little bit about that. I'm, I will just I'm read scared, it. but tell me a little bit about that. When you choose to use dirty tactics, i.e. targeting an innocent that your foe is trying to protect, throwing sand in their face, etc., at the start of a combat exchange instead of using one of the standard approaches, say what you do and take a 10 plus instead of rolling the stance move. So okay. I guess automatically my first first uh shot hits to, and it to, hits perfectly to hit an, an innocent involved in this situation well collateral damage oh uh, goodness all right well you become favored in this exchange and may choose your techniques from any approach at the end of the exchange your opponent may call out your disgraceful behavior and lack of integrity to okay. shift your balance so everybody remember that you can call them out for it just oh. just please do this, <laughs> this kind of fits well yes this, uh, where bill is at right now exactly <laughs> bill keep a close eye on rock because you need to call him out if he does this uh, that should be interesting okay fantastic hey everyone skylar here your friendly neighborhood game master I just wanted to take a moment to let you know that we at Benders and Brews have been working our creative juices extra hard and pushing our artistic skills to the max in order to bring you some sick Benders and Brews merch. That's right. You can head on over to the Tee Public shop we created where you can snag shirts, stickers, mugs, and so much more with your favorite B&B characters on them. Grab a Chibi Mika baseball t-shirt 
Or maybe you want a broccoli mug designed with the Employee Blissful Brew Tea Shop logo. There's all of those and more, and even more down the road when we come up with ideas. So head on over to Tea Public and search for Benders and Brews, or you can follow us on social media where we'll post the links that'll be easily available to all of you. And of course, if you get some of our merch, be sure to tag us in a photo of you with the respective B&B swag because all of us at the studio would love to see it. Thanks for listening. Let's get back to the show. Jumping over to Mika. Mika, your question is, did you get a friend to join in or approve of one of your bad habits or, you know, questionable activities? No, I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like I was more of a loner. I feel like you were a bit more of a loner. Except when I did the bathroom thing in the factory. Oh, that's... Or not the factory, wherever that was. Oh, with the well, toilet the, water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was in the rescue team squadron old yeah. days. Didn't yeah, didn't I have somebody help me with that? I think you did. Yeah, was it Bill? It was Bill. I yeah. watched the door, <laughs> <laughs> and you you broke about. So yeah, I'd say that counts. Okay, we'll count that. And then I don't remember, did you, when you got, you each kind of did, now NPCs can count. It doesn't specify that oh, well, it had to the be. the girl on the pirate ship, my friend with the, we were shooting the bows was and that I a, encouraged her and then she encouraged me. Was that a bad habit? No, that was a good habit. We were <laughs> killing the gator shark. <laughs> what about when you were in the, in the Fire Nation factory and you had to break, was that just you? I mean, did you kind of like solo that one? You like jammed a spear into the bellows that were heating the furnace? No, I'm pretty sure I did the first one and didn't the rest of them do the second one? Yeah, like each or person no, kind of had their own thing. But I'm just trying to remember but wasn't if wasn't you... there two bellows? Is yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah, And yeah, I yeah. broke one. Yeah, you poked one. But was the other one by accident? I'm trying to remember. I like, think it was. I think okay, it was. Like a... you managed to. I don't okay. think that I let anybody know that I did that. Because I think I was just like, oh, no, oh, I'm no. sorry. Yeah, they don't know how you did it. They just know that it got done, and that's what's important. So, okay, no, that's fine. So at least you got one off of that. And then moving on to the other growth questions, did you learn something challenging, exciting, or complicated about the world? Um, well, I'd say at the start, I was just sad because, you know, everyone dies. But... At the end, I found my dad. That's so there true. is hope. You That's know, true. there's hope. And that was exciting to yeah. say the least. There's Maybe a little, a little like less into the yeah. complication, <laughs> but it added to the excitement. So that's good. Okay. So mark those. Did you stop a dangerous threat or solve a community problem? I'm going to say no to that one. <laughs> I guess you technically. Okay. So to be fair, <laughs> you, Michaela, were not necessarily in the session where we did the whole thing with Shui Shui and all that. We did say that your character was there and she just kind of followed along. So I'll give you one for that just because <laughs> Mika was adjacent to the situation. <laughs> um, But you did stop the, the bellows. I'd go back to the bellows. That yeah. was a dangerous threat. And then the toilet thing also was kind of a dangerous threat. Um, that you specifically headed, and mm -hmm. I think that's important. So there's that. Um, and then lastly, did you guide a character towards balance or did you end the session at your center? No. Okay. Like I said, that's kind of one that we'll all work on. So <laughs> that's okay. All right. Did that hit you a, uh, an advancement? Yeah. Awesome. What are you taking? Um, I'm going to do take a move from my playbook. Okay. And I'm going to do casing the joint. Casing the joint. That sounds cool. What does that do? So when I assess a situation, I can add these questions to the list. I can also 
always ask one extra question from these options, even on a miss. Oh, nice. So okay. my, do you want to know my extra questions? I'd love or, to know your extra okay, questions. Okay, my extra questions are, what here is most valuable or interesting to me? Okay. Who or what is most vulnerable to me? Okay. Who here is in control, wealthiest, has the most power? Okay, some very <laughs> roguish kind yeah. of thievery questions. I like it. No, that'll be fun. That'll be fun for me to answer. So yeah. I'm excited. All right, Dave Guohan, last but not least, sorry for the wait. Your question is, did you seek support or guidance from others? Well, I'd say yes. I mean, Gohan... It's kind of taken dad auditions there for it towards the end. <laughs> That's so true. I mean, you like literally were like, oh man, um, okay, I'll, you could be my dad. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's true. I got a big kick out of that one <laughs> when that came up. How many dad auditions did Guo go through in <laughs> season two? <laughs> too many. <bro. laughs> awesome. I think um, all things considered, yeah, Bill kind of made or Cameron kind of made a good point where it was like he thought that he'd have to kind of be that support and guide for Gohan. And then Gohan kind of proved like, no, I I think I got this quite a bit, honestly. And that's not to say that you didn't have moments where you got support or guidance from others. But, you know, it's kind of interesting to see that that real like individuality that that Guo was kind of coming with. So that was cool. Who's your um, who's your lodestar, by the way? Oh, some dead guy. <laughs> Mr. Ogeron. Some dead guy. Is that all he means to you? Oh, man. Yeah, I still have not found a replacement lodestar. No, that's fine. I think that's something that you'll get to. I think that's something that'll... I, I think it'll naturally happen. So whenever you feel like Glo has found that lodestar, you just let us know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, awesome. So we'll jump over to the other three questions. Uh, did you learn something challenging, exciting, or complicated about the world? Oh, well, there is some exciting news in the world. That is that they're building a tunnel through the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And they've got slides <laughs> that get you into them. <laughs> That'll cut down your commute so much it's true it's a it's a genius new idea awesome all right all right i'll accept that that's a fair point uh did you stop a dangerous threat or solve a community problem outside of the ones that we've already listed that you are free to mark as well i don't think i think we've listed all of them pretty right much. yeah and as long as you marked something from one all of those. Yeah, yeah, one of those. <laughs> all of those, yeah. Um, and then did you guide a character towards balance or did you end the session or season or whatever the case at center? Um, I think I did end it in center. Hey, look at that. Somebody's going to take a take a growth from that one. I think you did. I don't think there was really any point where your balance was really... I mean, he's such a mellow guy. What are your two uh, principles, by the way? Results and restraint. Okay, yeah. I mean, if anything, maybe, well, yeah, because he wasn't like super restrained and he wasn't like overtly putting himself out there for the results necessarily. I mean, I think it was like within reason. So, yeah, I, I'd say you probably solidly in the middle there. So, yeah, definitely mark that as well. So with that, did you take any advancements? Yes. I awesome. Did. Um, so I think from last time I didn't quite level up either. Okay. So I think I've... I think it works out that I have two level okay. ups this time as well. Yeah. 
Um, so I am going to take the plus one to passion. Nice. Bringing it to plus two. Okay. And then I have a character specific move that is driven by justice that allows me to take another increase to passion. Oh, okay. For a maximum of three. Wow. All right. He's a passionate guy. He's going to, he's going to do things his way. I will see justice for the death of my lodestar. Oh, there we go. Some old guy. Lodestar (laughs) sounds so crazy. I don't know why. I I always think of um, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. So you have the (laughs) Joe star family. I don't know. That's just me being a weeb, I guess, but awesome. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Um, So as I kind of mentioned before, just something I want to mention again, kind of reiterate, I think the live up to your principles and, and the balance moves and everything like that is something that we didn't focus on as much as we could have in the past. And I hope that maybe we'll find some fun, uh, interesting ways to bring that out, especially since this is going to be the final season. Um, So One thing that we had done before, I think that we started doing in season two was like, if you could justify where your principal was on your balance track, kind of like leaning towards. So for instance, like Karen's playing the guardian. So his two principles are trust and self-reliance. So if he was going to like push his, his luck and he felt like he was doing it in a way that his character was really leaning towards self-reliance and he had a plus two on that because of where his balance was leaning, he would just be like, Hey, I feel like this works. And then I would say, yeah, that works. And then he'd get a plus two on his role. So that's not actually how it's supposed to work. And that's my bad for not kind of explaining that to you guys. So live up to your principle is its move in and of itself. And so basically when you live up to your principle, you don't roll with any of your normal stats, you would roll with your balance. And it can kind of apply to just about anything as long as it feels like it fits in that situation and maybe wouldn't be super straightforward to one of the other specifically mentioned moves, right? Um, So just something to keep in mind. Again, that's my bad for maybe lacking on the rules a little bit and stuff like that. But definitely uh, the balance stuff is something I, I feel like it'll be really fun to focus on, especially with the kind of closure and a lot of like character development happening and things like that. Also, since you guys will be coming out of a, a fresh rest at the rescue team squadron base after completing the mission and everything, your balance is going to return to center um, for the start of this, wherever that center is. Keep in mind that like you might not have your center directly at the middle. It might be leaning in one direction or the other automatically, but that's, that's something you would have chosen at the beginning of the game. So you can clear up to four fatigue if you have it. Um, not five, but also you shouldn't be at a full five. <laughs> Otherwise I think you'd have a problem. So just something to keep in mind, uh, moving forward again, if you're listening and you are confused at all, uh, definitely check out the, the season two recap. Um, if you need to re-listen to any episodes or anything like that, definitely do that. Um, I also would highly recommend checking out the prequel episodes that we recorded. I think it'll be really nice to have that refresher on those, uh, so that you remember how each one of these characters got here. Some of the stuff that's kind of going through their heads and their lives and emotions and how that's going to affect things going into season three. But with that, we'll be posting this right alongside episode one. So you can go straight from here right into that one. So definitely check that out. Hey everyone, Skylar the Game Master for Benders and Brews and the creative director over at Session Zero Heroes here. I just wanted to give you a quick outro before you head over to the next episode or call it a day. Firstly, 
Thank you so much for listening to our show. It means so much to us to have such amazing people like yourself that enjoy the content that we produce. Without you, there really wouldn't be much point in all the work that we put into recording, editing, and sharing our TTRPG sessions with all of you. With that being said, we would love it if you would throw some love our way and drop us a review or a rating or whatever it is called, wherever you're listening to the show, based on whatever platform that allows you to leave reviews and leave recommendations. It means a lot to us to get to hear why you love the show we make, and it also helps the show reach other listeners as well allowing us to grow our community. So if you're feeling especially generous, you can even go as far as to share our show to your friends and family who also enjoy TTRBG actual play podcasts. It's really expensive for us to be able to advertise and we don't do much of it. So it's a lot more help to have you guys share it with people that you know will enjoy it. And then they can join in the community that we're creating. That would make you a session zero hero yourself. And additionally, we'd love to have you stop by on one of our various social platforms and interact with the channel there. You can find Session Zero Heroes on Facebook, X, Instagram, and Discord. We post all sorts of updates, clips, and even the occasional behind the scenes look at what we're up to. And if you're ever looking for information on SZH or you don't use a podcast streaming site, but you want to listen to our shows, you can do so by checking out our website at sessionzeroheroes.com. And while you're there, you can find out about the cast and the crew that make our show and provide the players voices in all of our various series. And if you're feeling especially cheeky, you can check out our merch store where we have a ton of designs and products to choose from, all of which help us pay the bills and keep the lights on. So once again, thank you all so much for listening and remember to stay curious, stay heroic until we roll again.